Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey, everyone. Welcome back <laughs> to Forward Farming. It's been a while because I'm a dumb dumb. <laughs> And I screwed up the Halloween episode. The one episode I was super excited for, I screwed it up. <laughs> At least most of it is on Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I guess let's just jump into highs and lows. That was my low for the week. <laughs> so I, I had my audio on my phone turned up because I couldn't turn it down after I started recording. And we got a lot of uh, feedback from that audio that got picked up on the microphone. So every time I talked, it was just one big echo and I couldn't fix it. <laughs> so that was a pain. Um, so I'm sorry for letting you guys down and not getting you an episode this last week. But if you really wanna listen to it, head on over to Instagram. Uh, the live is posted, which is probably more entertaining than listening to it on podcast anyway, but my bad. <laughs> it was a riveting episode. It was. And if until you missed- Until next year. Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it again year. next year, guys. <laughs> uh, but if you missed the news from that special episode, we have some koozies that we're trying to pimp out. <laughs> Becca <laughs> has one right now. It, we have three different colors. Flashy. No, people uh, can't see it. I'm holding it up. <laughs> we have three different colors. Just imagine we have a, it. Close your eyes and imagine it. I'll try to be as descriptive as possible. It's a very hot pink <laughs> and black lettering. It has our forward farming logo and underneath it has hashtag bless this mess. We also have a beautiful teal color and a Wisconsin red. So I will get a form up on our uh, Instagram where you can click to sign up and order um, those koozies. So pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. They work wonderful. I can tell you that from experience. Keeps your beverage, you know, nice and cold. Mm-hmm. Also, the hot pink looks really nice with the blue from the bush light cans. Just throwing it out there. Maybe Bush needs to buy a bunch and like send a free one in every box. That would be slick. <laughs> that would be ideal. Or maybe we could just go to the grocery store and insert them ourselves. <laughs> uh, Illegal? I don't know. It'll give me, it'll give me something to do. <laughs> How about you? How, what, what's your low? How was your week? I heard you had fun hunting. It was pretty good until today. I just, oh gosh, I got my new release today and it's, Did you? it's pretty awesome. But uh, yeah, so, okay, back to hunting. We went this past Sunday um, and it was like 7.38 in the morning. And I could see a buck coming up like straight in front of me behind some trees. So, you know, I start to get excited, heart's pumping. And then he comes out from behind the tree and it's just like a little basket eight. And I was like, all right, you can live. So he goes by. And then shortly after, another one comes. I'm like, okay, you'll be a little bit bigger. And he's getting closer. It's decent size nine. And I was like, 
all right, you're bigger than like, I, I have this thing where if I'm going to shoot a buck now, I want it to like be bigger than my last buck. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. We've like, Joey got a buck, so we've got some meat. We could definitely use one more to like last us the year. But anyway, so he comes. I'm like, all right, it's on. Like he was about to walk about 12 yards in front of me. It would have been a perfect shot. Uh, so I went to draw back as he was behind, like, there's a couple of trees that I've got an opportunity to draw back and I drew back and my release has been acting up last year. It started, I should have known better, but as I'm drawing back, she lets go and the arrow goes flying. So there I was mid draw, mid draw arrow flies into the unknown area and this buck, he doesn't even run. He looks like, oh, what was that? He's looking around. He's looking right up at me, looking around. And I like, I couldn't even do anything at this moment. So then he kind of turns his head and looks the other way, like where the arrow went. And <laughs> so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll get another arrow on, see like if I can get another shot at him. No, he just slowly turns around and walks away with his ass towards me. I'm like, you son of a gun. And then I didn't see another deer after that. So then where it gets good is Joey, like obviously wanted me to find my arrow because it's got a nice broadhead on it. It had a lighted knock. Um, so it's an expensive arrow. So I, I couldn't find it like right after morning hunt. And then after night hunt I was so cold I couldn't even make it till dark I was mm-hmm. freezing me too and uh so I got out and I'm walking around I couldn't find it anywhere and like I wasn't that far away from my stand because I, did, I didn't think I had drawn back that far before it released <laughs> so I'm like all right oh, whatever like I'll come back when it's dark out that way the lighted knock should hopefully tell us where it is <laughs> so we go back and then Joey his grandpa and I went back up after dark and we couldn't find it anywhere we like we walked everywhere and we're like well shit I guess you know coming back another day maybe and as we're about to leave Joey looks up into the sky and he's like what is that Becca it's <laughs> just blue light up in the hill in the trees and I was like thinking it was a star at first but then I'm like no that's blue my lighted knock was blue that's weird <laughs> <laughs> so Joey went to like try to get it out we just like where it went into was just a giant hill like Wisconsin Wisconsin things so Joey went thinking it would just be up on the hill somewhere and he comes back and he's like your arrow is literally like 70 feet in the air just sitting on some branches <laughs> <laughs> so uh yeah he uh he marked the marked the tree apparently he knows exactly what tree it is and then we're hoping like maybe after a windy day it'll fall down and I'll get my broadhead back but yeah that was fun how did it shoot up like did you pull up like do you not not that high I mean I go up a little bit when I I like I know when I draw back I'm I go up a little bit I'm not like totally straight out but yeah because when I I pull back like I pull I like pull down and then lower my bow, if that makes sense. Like I started yeah, my bow up and drop it down. So did you like yeah. let it go from the top? Yeah, like I wasn't fully drawn when it left. 
<laughs> and then the worst part of it is I'm pretty sure Joey and his grandpa think that I pulled the trigger because they're like, well, wasn't your finger like behind the trigger? I said, yeah, like I, I'm not like, that's it how I slipped. Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They like, they were like, oh, you must have touched the trigger. I was like, no, I didn't. It just like, it just <laughs> went on. So it's excited. <laughs> oh, I was so mad. I, Cause then Joey's like, oh yeah, that Bucky missed. I'm like, I didn't miss the book. I didn't have a chance. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was my fun. I got um, a new release. I got a true ball. Got it Good. adjusted today. Let off some shots. So Good. This weekend, it's on like Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. We've got a full moon on Saturday. Yeah, it's supposed to be windy, which kind of sucks, but yeah, uh, we've got some stands down in the bottom. So hopefully the deer are still moving there. Yeah. They were definitely moving last weekend. So yeah, I think last weekend was the best weekend, which is a bummer. Uh, we had to work Saturday, so I had like an hour or two to go out Saturday night. I didn't see much. And then Sunday, I tried sitting out in the afternoon and we just got dumped on with snow and it was so cold. It was real mm -hmm. wet, real heavy snow and it just sunk through everything that I was wearing and just. Ugh. We just had like flurries, but mm. it was so windy that it just, oh, it was terrible. Yeah. And then my socks, I, I thought I had charged them like in between hunts and they didn't charge. No, <laughs> so, like, you're one saving grace. <laughs> yeah. So then like I, they worked until like four and then, then they stopped and then my feet just slowly started to get cold. And mm -hmm. then it was like, I think it was like six o'clock and there was probably a half hour of daylight left. And I'm like, I I can't do this. Not worth it. <laughs> I was too cold. I probably wouldn't have even been able to like pull it back. And I had seen no deer. So I was mm -hmm. like, no, we're done here. Yep. I, uh, I think I text Dan cause we went hunting. He, he went out, um, same time I did. He was sitting in a different side of the property and I texted him like at, I don't, I don't even think I made it to five o'clock. It was probably like four 30 and I'm like, I'm so cold. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> And he's like, oh, thank God. Cause I drove him there and he's like, oh, thank God. My boots oh. got wood on the way and I'm dying. <laughs> and so we got down. And then uh, when I went to go pick him up, I was like, and plus this is bear's first snow. And I kind of want to see him play in the snow in the daylight. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, I didn't feel so bad when I walked into the cabin, Joey's grandpa had come in too. He's like, it was really cold out. I wasn't having fun. I said, yeah, me too. <laughs> Oh, stupid deer oh well yeah yeah yep. got a high for the week uh yeah we finished harvest today which <laughs> I, have... I was kind of expecting you to be like yeah sorry I'm gonna get drunk instead we can't record <laughs> honestly I have felt drunk since five o'clock and I just cracked my first beer open it is just so bizarre I I don't know if like everything is just kind of sinking in and I'm just finally like crashing because this month Probably. has just this month has just been so overwhelming, um, so I don't know if I'm just kind of like decompressing. I feel like I'm just a pressure cooker, and my steam is just starting to <laughs> go off a little bit. So uh, you get to like sleep in tomorrow at least uh, till seven o'clock. Or do you like, which is nice. Well, actually. The dog is still on like our frost watch time. 
So he, he wakes up at like 4.30, quarter to five every morning. That's and nice of him. Isn't it? He doesn't really yeah. bark though. He just, I don't know. He, he talks. It's like a, <laughs> oh, because <laughs> he's a big boy. He's got a big boy voice. So he lets us know when he's awake and he'll just (laughs) just whine and just, so you take him outside to go to the bathroom and then he comes back in. He won't fall asleep in his uh, mudroom area, but as soon as he's out in the living room and you're on the couch, he'll just pass right out again. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. A little bit more quiet time. Because he's a little angel. So now that harvest is over, do you guys kind of just like get all your stuff cleaned up and put it away for the winter or what's next on your plate? Yeah. So tomorrow we will kind of get everything all cleaned up, um, pressure wash a lot of the equipment, get everything winterized again. And then um, we start our renovations for the spring right after harvest. So um, with the beds that we are renovating for this year, we already have the vines mowed off. So we're doing three beds um, and the varieties that were on those beds, they just weren't producing at all. Like we got maybe, they're good size beds, maybe like acre and a half, two acres. And we got maybe barely a full semi-trailer off of that, which um, on a normal producing bed, we would get like at least two full trailers off of. So it's time for them to go. They just weren't producing anymore. Are they older beds or were they just, it was Um, just a variety? I think it was just a variety mostly. They were there. I mean, they were, gosh, my age, they're probably 30 ish years old. So which isn't super old in terms of cranberry vines, but they just, the, the variety wasn't as good as what they expected them to be. So we might supposed to like, sorry to interrupt, No, you're fine. 30 years, like genetics of the plants have probably come a long way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So like the original variety that we have, um, is called the Stevens and those are kind of like the OG variety and those we have, and they've been producing so well, like everybody has that type of variety. Everyone has a Stevens variety. Um, and then when they started making hybrids, this is kind of like a test hybrid, I guess, like it was one of the first hybrids that came out from the Stevens, um, if that makes any sense. It does in my brain, but I don't know if it does in your brain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it just wasn't what they were hoping it would be, I guess. And we kind of have been fizzling that variety out and this is the last of them. So uh, we mowed those vines and then probably next week we burn the vines too, just to get rid of them. That's like the, the most efficient way mm-hmm. that we can dispose of the vines. Um, do you like actually burn them or do you spray them to burn them off? No, we, so we mow the vines just straight off. We take a big mower out there. We just zoop, clip them all off and then we'll just light them on fire and do a control burn. And then we will come in and my dad will dig everything up. He'll dig up all the old vines. He'll dig up all the old dirt that's in there. And then we haul all of that stuff out. We make dirt piles out of it that we use for like our road repairs and stuff later on if we need it. And then we'll come back in and then we'll go to our sand pile and then we'll get fresh sand and then we'll dump it in uh, where we just took the old dirt from and then we'll level that all off. And then we use that um, to plant in the spring. 
So it's a lot of hours. That's in a called dump sustainable truck. people. Yes, it, it really is. So, a lot of hours driving in the winter. Yeah, that, that was my high. Big weight off my shoulders. What was your high for the week? <laughs> how's, how's that little kitty doing? <laughs> Joey said they were both running around, so it's not dead. I guess that was my other low, you guys. I Cats love my truck, and I don't know why. Like, little kittens just like to sleep in it. They don't ever go in Joey's, only mine. And I'm, of course, the one that leaves early in the morning. I don't even want to talk about the amount of cats I've run over. But anyways, this morning, as I was leaving for work, I heard just a terrible noise if you've ever hit a cat you know oh my god yeah I'm not gonna okay you just know and I was just like oh my god so I stop I open my window and one of the kittens like ran out and I'm like all right and then the other one was kind of like I don't know just like sitting there looking at me and I was like no and then it got up and it was limping and I was like oh my god and then it like kind of ran away so I I don't know I don't know if I just nicked its foot but I mean if it's still running around it like it could have I don't know I was worried about like internal bleeding or something yeah but so, so this was one of your cats <clears throat> yeah just one of our kittens I mean we've got 18 million of them but god oh. it sucks yeah so I don't know I guess the good thing is it's still alive at this point. Um, you don't tap on your hood before you get in every morning? Say, hello, kitties. No, but I, like I let my truck run and, you know, like I, it's not like I just get in and go, but I don't know. That's the first time they've ever been in my truck. Like normally they sleep down in the barn, which is really frustrating. So I hope I parked like in a different spot farther away from the house. I don't know if that'll make a difference, but Hopefully, otherwise, hopefully they learned their lesson last night. Um, but I guess my high, uh, I we just had a productive week, productive week at work. Um, got a lot done today. A lot of tiring things. Like, since I have to leave work Monday and Wednesday pretty early to get Sophia, that means my Tuesday, Thursday, and Fridays are just, like, jam-packed of stuff that I, it's like trying to get three days of work or four five days of work done in three days and it's kind of hard but um yeah I got a good chunk of it done and hopefully should get the rest done tomorrow and then got the weekend off to go hunting my parents are coming to watch the kids so I'm excited to get away for the night what are your goals for the week my goal is to shoot a big buck that a girl <laughs> Uh, that's your goal too do you have a goal this week yeah I do actually um pretty basic but I need to start drinking more water so during harvest I get super dehydrated because I can't drink a lot of fluids because I don't have time to stop and go to the bathroom so I just oh. dehydrate myself so bad <laughs> uh you should get some like depends I should get I thought about getting like a shiwi have you seen those before Oh, yeah, I have. I wonder if they work. That'd be like, I mean, that'd be pretty nice sometimes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because uh, like the guys, they just go behind the semi 
I'm like, well, what am but I supposed to do? But you're like up do? on a platform. Could you just like, just squat a little bit? <laughs> Everyone would see you. I mean, it is a family run operation, so. <laughs> Look away. Yeah. Uh, Watch out below. Oh, that'd be like in Bridesmaid when they're like. <laughs> oh, she's doing it. <laughs> she's doing it. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's see. How many bridesmaids quotes can we get in this episode? <laughs> oh, don't tap me. It's a solid movie. Um, yeah, so that's my goal. I uh I posted a picture on Instagram tonight of uh my end of harvest celebrations. And great. thank you. My trainer uh saw it. <laughs> After we just had a conversation about how I, uh, my nutrition needs to get back on track and how I need to start drinking more water. And <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, I know you just told me to drink more water, but I'm drinking bush light. So it's kind of, kind of the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, beer is it's quite a bit of water in it, if you think about it. It's like yeah, probably I'm, one of the main ingredients. Right? I was gonna say, I'm trying to see. It's probably the first ingredient on the list. Yep, brewed from water. So, there you go. There you go. You're hydrating. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. I'm just drinking iced tea, so that's hydrating. Yeah, tea's good for you, right? Yeah. Mine doesn't have ingredients. Probably for the best. Yeah, that's fine. It's it's like 99% water. Okay. So this week, we are going to be talking about collaborations. What are you doing? Um, I'm blowing sand out of our table. <laughs> I'm just all over the place. <laughs> There's like these little cut grooves in the table and it's just packed full of sand. And it's... Mm. Making me itchy. Side note, I had sand in my bed. Like I went to put on a pair of socks and apparently I wore those socks like in the sand or, you know, got like, like we got a sand on the farm, whatever. So apparently I like wore them and then they apparently didn't wash out all the way. So like when I went to put them on, sand just went everywhere. And I was like, oh my God. I was like trying to go to bed at this point. So I just brushed off as much as I could. And I was like, whatever, I'll deal with this later forgot about it the next morning and then Sophia was in her bed the other day and she's like mommy why is there sand in your bed <laughs> don't worry about it do you know what's worse than sand because I have that happen a lot too uh, kitty litter I don't know. oh yeah because I have a long-haired yeah. cat and it gets caught in her little grinchy toes <laughs> <laughs> she needs like a like a little mat to clean she off. She has two of them. Oh, yeah, okay. Maybe you should shave her paws. I think that would go well. Well, she's going to the dentist on Tuesday. So oh, I asked, <laughs> yeah, that, that's expensive. I've been saving my money for this appointment. Um, but I said, since you're sedating her, can you just like trim up her nails and her Grinch hair and her butt hair so she doesn't keep having dingleberries and smearing the poop on my walls, please. Oh my 
<laughs> they say yes? Yeah, they did. Oh, like, yeah, good. of course. She's a sweet little angel. You Why should. wouldn't we? Okay. Just put this out there. You should shave her like a lion. Oh, she would hate me. And I don't want to. But she speak- looks so cute. No, she'd probably shit everywhere. Yeah, she's she's a very passive. She's me as a cat. She's very passive aggressive <laughs> and just. She's got an evil mind. She's the best. <laughs> anyway oh Winnie yeah okay back to collaboration so <laughs> back on track <laughs> uh, uh 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 Amber that's her name <laughs> that's, that's me <laughs> has just done a ton of cool collaborations lately like um so I thought it'd be fun just to kind of talk about them I, I haven't done anything recently but we've done some cool things in the past I just think they're a really great way to kind of expand your audience reach new people Mm -hmm. and have fun with other people in the process so we thought it'd be fun to talk about tonight yeah so there is a lot going on for me in the month of October um and uh I I think it's kind of over for now I hope so if you guys didn't see I did a video my family and I did a video with Charlie Barron's from Manitowoc Minute he came out to our marsh um, that week that uh, we had the brewer player out here. It was a day after that. And we we had that opportunity because of the Wisconsin State Cranberry Growers Association. They are the ones that got in contact with Charlie and asked if he would be willing to do a video um, with a grower family. And he said he would love to. Uh, so they reached out to me and asked if I would be willing to host him out here. And I said, duh, (laughs) of course. Um, And I had to keep this a secret. So I found this out like the middle of September. I think we had been planning, we had been planning it uh, since like July, I want to say. I'm on, I'm on a couple of different committees for the Growers Association. And we first brought it up then uh, that we would be doing a video with him and we didn't know what grower we were going to do this video with. Um, so when I got the call, I was super pumped. I knew it was happening, but I didn't know it would be me. me. Yeah. And and I don't want to be that person that's like, Oh no, I want to do it. I want to volunteer myself. I'm, I'm just kind of like, I let my presence be known. And if they want to pick me, that's awesome. And if not, whatever, that's cool. That's fine too. I'm not salty about it. Um, (laughs) But they reached out and they said that they wanted me to do it. And um, yeah, of course. So originally he was supposed to come a week later than when he did, but they checked the weather forecast. And the day that he came out, it was the last warm day we had. So it was like 75 degrees. It was a beautiful day. And the following Friday that he was supposed to come, it was just like all hell broke loose in Wisconsin. It was like, rain it was snow it was hail it was sleet it was wind it was cold it was hot it was just everything all in one day Uh, so it worked out really great um but he came out to our marsh the night before um to meet everybody he didn't really have anything like he didn't really have an idea of what he wanted to do for this skit he wanted to meet us all first and then kind of base. yeah he just wanted to like base a skit off of like our our characteristics I guess or like our personalities so 
um, as soon as he met my dad, he like, he knew he's like, okay, you're going to be like, <laughs> you're gonna be like the mean boss that doesn't like me. I got this. Okay. This is what we're going to do. <laughs> and, uh, so all my dad had to do is just give dirty looks all day, which he kind of does already. Like, it, it's so funny that he picked up on that right away. Um, cause he's, he's, he's a super nice guy, but he has an intimidating look about him <laughs> and I had to be kind of like uh I don't want to say the bitch Passive of it aggressive. all <laughs> yeah <laughs> so I had to keep a straight face the entire time and it was so difficult because if you've ever seen any of his stuff like he's just he's just a goofy guy and he's like that in real life and to keep a straight face and to be uh, passive aggressive, I guess I can do that fine, but in front of him, it was just very difficult. So the way it worked, it was super nice. You like, he didn't really tell you what was going on until you were doing it. So he'd be like, okay, now I want you to look here, say this. Okay. Then he'd say, it's okay. Nice. And you'd like, don't overthink it. Yeah. And then he's like, okay, now say it again, but with less of a smile. I was like, okay. Okay. Now say it with less of a smile in your eyes. Like, Okay. So you just have to say it over and over again. And he'd be like, okay, say this, say this, be like, oh, geez. Oh, geez. And then he's like, nope. Now say, oh, crepes. <laughs> like, oh, crepes. Like, and then like, I didn't, I didn't realize how Wisconsin-y my accent sounded until he was standing there next to me, like with his thick accent. And it just kind of comes out and you're like, oh my God, is that what I actually sound like? <laughs> but it was it was a lot of fun. He, he was there from like seven 30 in the morning until probably three o'clock in the afternoon, just filming for that four minute clip. That's and, crazy that like, yeah. he didn't have it all planned beforehand. Like, cause everything, I mean, I was laughing the whole time. That was probably one of my favorite videos mm -hmm. that he's done. And I don't say that just cause you were in it, but like just everything about it was hilarious and then like at yeah. the end when, when Dan was jousting with him <laughs> I was just like who thought of that Come yeah on. I mean like we didn't I I kind of brought it up as a joke at the end of the day and I'm like you know it'd be kind of funny if, if you guys did that and he's like oh my god can we do that I'm like yeah there <laughs> and uh so we we first got connected a couple weeks before the video um before he came out here and I was talking to like his producers and stuff and I was like the first thing I said was, by the way, my husband is a Bears fan. Go nuts. And he's like, oh my God, that's great. <laughs> so they went, they went back to their hotel that night and they wrote everything up and he had everything just written down on his phone and he kind of pulled it out throughout the day and he'd be like, oh yeah, this is what I wanted to do for this. And like, it just, he just, I don't know. It's crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. It was he's, a lot of fun. He's a very talented guy. Yeah. I, I lost it. Like when he was in the tractor and then all of a sudden your dad was in front of it. Oh my God. And <laughs> we were, perfect. we were all freaking out because no one has ever driven that tractor other than my dad. Like no one can look at it. No one can sit in that seat. Like no one. So when he came, we were all just like, what is happening? But my dad, was your dad like, okay with it. Or was he just yeah, like, no, my dad was fangirling so hard when he came out here. Like he was following him around like a little puppy dog and do like, anything you want. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I asked uh, Charlie for a picture and my dad was like, Oh, I want to get in on it. I'm like, no dad, just, just wait. 
<laughs> so then in like three of my pictures, my dad's just behind me, like photo bobbing me. And I'm like, dad, just you're so embarrassing. Stop. <laughs> I'm trying to work here. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um yeah, he's 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 great. 10 out of 10. Would recommend. Cool. And I like, I, I had no idea he had a podcast until you told me, Yeah. but I've really been enjoying it. So if you don't, uh, if you guys haven't checked it out yet, I think it's called the Cripes cast. Mm -hmm. Does that sound right? Yeah, yeah. He's got some really good on tea. Oh gosh. The first one I listened to, um, was when he talked to a couple of dairy farmers. Yep. That's oh, the first if you I have not listened to. to that, I don't know what the episode title is, but it's with dairy carry and a couple other farmers. It was, I mean, it's incredible. Yeah. It it's, talks a lot about mental yeah, health with listened, farmers. And, to it, but, um, yeah, very cool. I was a, a little jealous, but it's cool. Charlie, if you're listening, come do a video on the dairy farm. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, well, he did with Amelie's. They put out a video. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. That was like a few months ago. Yeah. Like right when COVID hit, I think. Maybe like March or April. Okay, so come do another one. This is Wisconsin. We have yeah. plenty of us to go around. Right. We'll think of something new. Uh, yeah, that was really cool. Um, let's see. So I guess one of my, I don't want to say, like most successful collaborations maybe was the uh, Milk Flip Cup we did this summer. That was really fun. Um, so it's kind of funny how it all started because it just started with um hannah who's idaho idaho dairy girl or like id dairy girl on instagram she had messaged a few of us like me jess tara uh, and beck shaw and she was just like hey i kind of like i want to do something i don't know what but you know i just want to collaborate and like get something going so we were just tossing around ideas of like what we could do to get the instagram community going or whatever and at one point I was just, we were like talking about like drinking games, I think. And I was like, oh, we should just do milk flip cup, like totally as a joke. And then we we're like, oh, that's like, that's a pretty good idea. And it just evolved from there. Um, so none of us are very good planners, if I do say so myself. <laughs> so we were very lucky to have Beck Shaw with us because she's like an industry professional and knows what she's doing. But, uh, Hats off to her because she helped us so much, like plan it and kind of figure out the logistics behind it. Uh, and honestly, a few days before it started, I'm not sure any of us like really knew if it would, if it was going to take off, if it was going to do anything. Like we we're kind of worried it was going to be a dud. We hadn't, like we had all these big ideas. We just hadn't executed them because we, we just didn't know, like who's ever done a milk flip cup tournament on Instagram live before, you know, the whole thing was just kind of weird. Uh, but once we got our bracket and we started doing it, like the response was awesome. Uh, and overall we raised $12,000 to, um, that we donated to feeding America was, that was pretty crazy. That's awesome. But yeah, that was probably my favorite collaboration. And then we, we have like, uh, yeah. We had um, First Offense was a pretty early sponsor, and then we had Key Apparel. They wanted to sponsor, and then they made the t-shirts for us. 
and donated a portion of every t-shirt sold to uh, Feeding America. And then we had planned it to only go through June. And honestly, by the end of June, we were all kind of like burnt out from it. I won't lie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we were like, oh, how much longer can we go? But then Diamond V stepped in and was like, hey, we want to match up your donations up to $10,000. And we were like, oh, and they said, <laughs> you know, if you want to keep it going, like, feel free to keep it going for, you know, another couple of weeks. So I was like, well, we can't stop then. Like, yeah. you know, you just can't. So then that's kind of when we, the tournament style had ended. People kind of wanted us to do another tournament style, but it, it was too much for us. So that's when we kind of turned to people just doing their own games and like we would kind of like uh get the word out about them and stuff and promote them but yeah it was just we went through the end of July and it was crazy and we're probably gonna do it next year again which is we yeah. we learned a lot our first year I should say but yeah it was just pretty cool the I don't know that a few dairy farmers on Instagram raised that much money for feeding America so how many people did you have in your first bracket? Uh, I think there was 12 or 16 of us, 16 maybe. That's pretty good. Yeah, and we, yeah, we, I mean, we, we tried to reach out to, like, we didn't know if we wanted just dairy people, but then we were like, well, no, we should reach out to, you know, everyone in egg. Uh, so we reached out to a bunch of people. Only a few weren't interested in it. And then a few, we were like, they said yes, but then we were like, oh, are you, you going to do it? And then it was just, it was so hard because, like nothing like that had ever been done we just didn't know we didn't know what to expect but I'm excited for next year since we've got kind of a basis on you know we kind of got the logistics down so it'll be really fun to see if we can top that money that we raised mm -hmm. yeah I think that's a really cool thing about the ag community is everybody is so supportive and everybody who wants to do something like that is usually pretty on board with it whether it's mm -hmm. going to benefit them personally or not. Um, Cause I know like for me, like I, I kind of got like my, my quote unquote start, I guess, because someone did like a group post where they connected like 12 different women in egg in one post. They like had different squares for every person and then everybody oh, yeah. got tagged in it. I don't even know what it was for, honestly, but um just just other other farmers sharing other farming accounts and because I mean you get so wrapped up in your own little world that it's hard to think past your nose sometimes like I know with me I I I don't know a lot about like crop other row crops or anything like that like I don't know anything about dairy industry so the more that you know, I, I get exposed to those different accounts. I'm always learning something, which is nice. And I'm sure same, like for other people with the cranberry industry too, like no one knows about it. So the more exposure I get through other people's platforms, the more it benefits not only myself, but the industry as a whole, which is cool. Yeah. And there's so many accounts too that like, I don't want to say that that you just you don't know about and then you do mm -hmm. collaborations and they you know they kind of maybe are collaborating with someone else that you follow and then you see them and you're like how was I not following you before yeah. like <laughs> when we did that uh uh we did uh, there was a cattle week like hashtag cattle week that I mm -hmm. did probably about a month ago now 
And some of the girls that were in it, I had never like heard of before. And they were all amazing people. And I was like, how did I not know you before? So I was really thankful to do that and just kind of just get exposed to more people. And like farming, we kind of all have the same end end game, Um, I guess, depending like what industry we're in, but everyone does it so differently. Mm -hmm. So it's just really nice when you can collaborate and like, to see how other people are doing it because maybe they're doing something that could work for you on your farm and yeah. like improve efficiency or save you money or you know anything like that the one so thing been really fun yeah that I've kind of noticed that I kind of knew was there but I just I've been exposed to it a little bit more is like the rivalry between states as far as cranberry growing goes <laughs> Like, uh, Wisconsin. I don't think I follow anyone outside of Wisconsin that grows cranberries. So Wisconsin, uh, produces over half the world's supply of cranberries. And then there's Massachusetts and then there's New Jersey and then there's Washington state. And then, um, a couple places up in Canada, but everyone gets so butt hurt because Wisconsin does it so differently than like the East coast and Washington and stuff, uh, we're more, I don't want to say put together, but kind of like we have, we have this space to make it more organized. Whereas like out in Massachusetts, they kind of have their beds are more of like fields and it's just kind of like in the middle of the woods instead of like out in the open, like what we have. And they get so salty about the way that we, (laughs) I shouldn't say that, like, I'm not trying to generalize, but I've been getting a few comments about it and they're just like, oh, well, real cranberries are grown out in Massachusetts. And, oh, I hate Wisconsin because you guys are so cocky about, about, uh, the fruit that we cultivated and that we started, you guys just took it and just ruined it and things like that, which is, is weird. And, Why uh, do other farmers feel the need to bash other farmers? And not just farmers in general. Like, I don't. I don't want to talk politics. But if your views are different than my views, if I do something different than the way you do something, if it, if you get the job done and I get the job done, why does it matter how we get the end result? As long as a result is happening. Yeah. If you've got the soil to produce a lot of cranberries and to produce them well like why would someone say that you shouldn't be doing that or like what difference does it make like there has to be a top spot and if wisconsin has it i'm not going to complain about it like (laughs) you can't help that wisconsin has all four seasons yeah has the perfect soil for cranberries i can't help it that wisconsin is just better than your state (laughs) Yeah, I think we kind of see that too in the dairy industry a little bit. Um, like the California milk marketing, oh, they're really good at promoting their product. And I always like, I always see their ads. Well, not recently because I don't watch TV anymore, but you know, you always see the happy cows come from California yeah. ads, and you're always just like, what the hell? Yeah, but you know what? They're producing milk for their community. I don't 
I guess I've never seen like California dairy products up in Wisconsin. No, not that I've looked that hard, but it's just, yeah, we're all like our end goal is to produce a wholesome, healthy product for consumers. So I don't know why we feel the need to throw other farmers under the bus in order to promote our product. I mean, yeah, it, it makes no sense. And the only thing that I can think of behind that marketing tactic is that people in California maybe aren't drinking as much milk as they used to. They're going more towards plant-based plant-based. I mean, they probably are because almonds grow great in California. Yeah. So that too, it's just, that's their geography. You know, that's what goes well there. They don't have a ton of water. I don't want to speak on California because I really don't know that much, but California doesn't have much water. So I know that like they have a lot of dairies out there, but that's, that's a hard thing when you don't have a lot of water and it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just, can't we all just be nice to each other and, and encourage each other and just give everyone a big hug. I feel like I'm in mean girls right now. And they're like in the <laughs> gymnasium. Raise your hand. If you've been personally victimized by <laughs> Regina short. <laughs> Uh, hold on I want to just pause this I'm gonna say a quote and then everyone oh god not another quote (laughs) should I time you and see how long this no because I actually know exactly what I'm looking for all right are you ready (laughs) I wish we could just all get along like we used to in middle school I wish we could bake a cake filled with rainbows and smiles and everyone would eat and be happy. (laughs) She doesn't even go here. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Jesus, I don't have Verona, you guys. I just have a dry, itchy throat. Oh, well, I hate no. that you can't cough and then not say, don't worry, it's not Corona. <laughs> and another thing. Anyways, yeah, people should just be nice because we're all doing the best we can. Anyways, back to collaborations. Did you do any other fun ones you want to talk about? Um, uh, yes, uh, I think I can talk about it. Ocean Spray uh, finally noticed me. about time that's what I said Ocean Spray reached out to me uh, ever so ever since this whole TikTok thing went viral uh they they decided that they also want to get involved in the TikTok game because um like it just it just took off and everyone is like oh my god you guys are so great because you gave this man a free truck and you gave him like a lifetime supply of ocean spray juice and which is awesome it's so great he is living the dream like just a a chill a chill oh god yeah (laughs) i didn't even think about that just a chill dude that clearly likes his weed and he's just just chilling like he's a straight up vibe man oh yeah so they reached out to me and asked if I would be willing to help them make some TikToks. And uh, I was like, I don't know how to do that. 
uh, but I will try my darndest. That so Adele I... one you made today was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> like, at first I was like, what is a cranberry doing on a cup? <laughs> that was great. I tried doing that in the dark last night because I had it in my brain. I was like, well, if I shine a flashlight on the little one and then turn the spotlight on my truck out into the bed, maybe it will like look more like a concert. If I tried it, it's just like my gremlin shadow, just like <laughs> <laughs> creeping in the background. Oh, I'll just wait so funny. Um, but yeah, they put me in one of their uh, like sponsored videos on social media, which is cool. They use my uh, dreams challenge video. So if you see that little oh, sponsored cool. ad going around. Um, but yeah, they, they reached out to me and they want to start working with growers a little bit more and, and show what the growers do that are that pretty much own the company, which about time. Thank you, Ocean Spray. Uh, so that's hey, fun. dairy companies. <laughs> Listen to this. <laughs> one option I see is Dairy Queen on the 16th Street. In <laughs> is that the one you want? My Siri just told me where Dairy Queen was, apparently. That's creepy. Hmm. Okay. Apparently, hey, dairy company sounded like K hey, Siri. We're always watching. <laughs> <laughs> Always watching Wazowski. <laughs> How many different movies can we quote tonight? You know, this uh, blueberry acai lemonade tastes a lot better after a couple other drinks. Tell you what. Uh, what color is it? It's straight up blue. It's like, I'm glad it's in a can so I can't see it. I've never had good experiences I with half of mine out yesterday. <laughs> never had so a good gross. experience with blue alcohol in my life. What's uh, blue UV? That's no bueno. Is curacao? Yeah. <laughs> I never really liked blue UV. I didn't drink it very much. Just ugh. did you ever have fish UV. bowls? Oh yeah. Okay. I that wasn't a huge up. like. It wasn't a huge thing. I know when you go to, uh, is that like Wando's or Wanda's something in Madison, they've got them. Yeah. Yeah. We, there's a couple bars that, I mean, they'll make them for you, but it wasn't like a thing in Platteville to get one. There is a place on the cross. That's all that bar was known for. Like people go there on their 21st birthday and get a free fish bowl. Oof. It's not a way to start your 21st birthday. It's not. Speaking of movie quotes, I sent Becca this before we started filming, recording, whatever we're doing. I pulled up my my Zoom uh, video and I looked at myself and the outfit that I'm wearing. And do you remember Mrs. Trench, Miss Trenchbull from Matilda? I'm wearing, movie. I'm wearing a gray sweatshirt. And I have my hair in a very poor bun. And there's this little meme going around. It's like what other girls look like in a messy bun versus what I look like in a messy bun. And it's a picture of Miss Trenchbull from Matilda. 
and that is what I look like right now. And I opened my camera and I just started <laughs> laughing at myself. And it, you need it's to even, go get like the back brace thing that she wore. It's even better because Dan made a pan of brownies tonight. <laughs> oh, please don't eat them like that kid. Uh, but those look so good in the movie. I'm kind of jealous. They're so moist. Ugh. He's just so dirty. Dirty and moist. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, um, I think the reason I kind of thought about the collaborations this week, well, one, Amber had a lot of good ones, and then two, on Tuesday night? Yeah, it was just Tuesday. Uh, Amber and I had the opportunity to be on a panel with uh, Mary Pat, and we spoke to Sigma Alpha just about, like, how we started sharing our stories and uh, I don't know, just answer questions about doing that. So that was really cool. And um, collaborations were kind of something that came up a lot and like just getting to know other people on social media and engaging with them and stuff. So uh, I think that's like one of the biggest things when you're on social media, it's, it's not fun if you don't engage with other people. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's half the fun of doing it. Um, so if you have social media and are not doing that yet, start doing it and if you have fun ideas for collaborations all it takes is a couple dms to people to like see uh, as long as it you know as long as you're not asking like people to take a whole lot of time out of their lives to do something um i know one thing that that we did i think as this summer mary pat put together um Mm -hmm. the song be a light where she just asked us to take like a short video clip of us holding a sign. Um, and like, oh, I can't even remember honestly what, what we wrote on it. I think it was like why we farm or why, yeah, what we're farming for or something. But I mean, it took, I don't know, five minutes out of our day to do. And then we sent it to her and she put together a beautiful video and it had I mean, thousands Hundreds of, of thousands of views. Yeah, yeah, it was, I mean, it was incredible. She did such a good job on it. So you don't always have to be the person that can come up with these collaborations and, you know, do it. But when you start engaging with other people, people are going to think of you when they have a great idea and want to do something like that. Cause mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that was really awesome. Um, gosh, I don't know. We've done a lot of other great collaborations. I know one other one that we kind of raised money for was um, Tara, Jess, and I worked with Laura Lynette shot, Shop. Uh, oh, gosh. I don't remember when that was. That might have been... In the spring? That might have been in the spring. And we made... Uh, or she made... I can't even take credit for that. She made some awesome Tongue Out Tuesday yeah. t-shirts. And she had three different... Uh, she had Team Swiss, Team Holstein, Team Jersey. And it was just a great way she, she raised... Oh, I should have looked this up before we started. We raised quite a bit of money, <laughs> like a few hundred dollars, I think. I don't remember to uh, to donate and just little things like that. Like small shops, they want to be able to give back to their communities, and if we can use our voices to do so, I think we. I mean, we need to 100. percent So, if you're not collaborating yet, collaborate. Yes, and to kind of say that tie into that with the holidays coming up the more that you can shop local and support 
small businesses, um, I think the better. So don't, Amazon's always like the easy way to go, but if you can shop local, shop small, they need your support more than Amazon. Yeah. (laughs) I just inhaled a fuzzy from my sweatshirt and I almost died. (laughs) Glad that you're still with us. Thank you. Uh, Oh, okay. Should we end it with a review? We had a couple. I think we got a couple. Yeah. This one is titled So Educational and Relatable. It's from Grace Wife 4. Love listening to you guys. I've learned so much. Never knew anything about cranberries and how they were grown and harvested until learning from you, Amber. I love sharing what I've learned with others and pointing people to your pages. Becca, I love sharing your beautiful cows, especially the brown Swiss with friends who love cows too. I love the highs and lows segment. Thank you for what you share with the world. Keep up the great work. Much love from Iowa. Can't wait to drink an ice cold bush light from a forward farming koozie. Heck yes. Yay, yay. Um, There's another one. Fun and relatable podcast. Love listening to this podcast each week and following these two women on Instagram. Their podcast feels like I'm sitting with friends for a hilarious chat. Keep it up. Do you want to read one more? Yeah. Oh, this one's talking about Holsteins. Maybe not. Oh. All right, fine. <laughs> I've been listening to Forward Farming Podcasts and literally laughing out loud. In addition to the stories and humor, I'm learning a lot of neat information. Cranberry farming has more to it than I ever imagined. And I've taken tips and pointers from Becca back to our own farm that are working for us. Holsteins are still better. <laughs> I look forward to each new episode and love you guys. Thank you. Thank you guys. And uh, we really appreciate the reviews because we do. Um, Also, I kind of feel bad because we just went back and we checked our ratings and the person that left us a two-star review (laughs) revoked their two stars and now I'm, I feel bad. If I bullied you, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. If you want to put that two-star back, you go right ahead. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. I I didn't mean... Maybe it was just an accident. Maybe they didn't, they didn't mean to. Maybe they just had fat fingers. Or maybe, maybe they listened to our first episode and they were like, oh, yeah. wow. Wow, you guys <laughs> And then suck. they got going. <laughs> they got going and they're like, oh. I feel bad for these people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a five star. <laughs> or, or they might have been the one that gave us a four star. I don't know. Either way, um, if I bullied you out of that two star review, I'm so sorry. I felt, I honestly did feel bad. I'm like, oh gosh, was I the internet bully on this? Um, so I'm sorry, two star person. But thank you. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyways, thanks for all the kind reviews this week, and we are. Sorry again about last week's episode. That's my bad. I had some kind of person tell me, or he reminded us to record the audio tonight. So, yeah, re- yep, we're recording. Yep. How bad would that be if you looked in that <laughs> corner of the screen and we weren't? I would probably just uh, crawl in the hole and I would stay there for a while. <laughs> oh i don't think we could recreate this beautiful episode again no um 
yeah, if you guys are not following us on Instagram yet, we're at the Forward Farming Podcast. Our personal pages are at Farming with Hilvies and at Cranberry Chats. And we're also on Facebook, although I am like literally the worst at doing anything on Facebook. So Facebook is hard. No, no, no. I just, because like in a normal thing, you can just share your post to Facebook right away. But every time I have tried to do that, it had shared to my personal page. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. So I just, I forget to post there, but we're there if you feel the need to like us on that. I think that's all we can handle for tonight, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Hopefully this week is better than last week. And uh, Well, it will be. There wasn't a podcast last week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I deserve deserve that one. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag bless this mess as always. And uh, if you would like a koozie, again, head on over to our Instagram page. Click the link in our bio and uh, figure out that mess. (laughs) (laughs) Best of luck to you. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.